0: Yeah, it was painful, emotionally and physically
1: painful. In the end, it poured with rain and they all had to get a half of them had to get airlifted now, out. A global pandemic struck. And there were millipedes, and
2: I'm scared of millipedes. I sat down in the middle of the millipedes crying. Well, some sort of arse I it to be, I can bring one
1: beer out. I'm
2: like, what do you think of me, mate? Got back
1: to the car, couldn't feel my fingers, toes, covered in mud, my shoes were completely trashed.
2: And then he jumped straight out in front of me, I just plowed straight into him. Can
1: you do Do I need to slow down? I don't
2: think I'm flying, or am I doing really good? Chafing can derail your race, and you know, we've got to take care of the nether regions.
1: The electric fence was the worst. <laughs> I still haven't quite gotten over that. Hi, and welcome to Tales from the Midcap. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunt. I'll be bringing you stories from everyday runners, experts, and some race recaps. Today we have Glenn Brooks. Hello. Hello. And Mash Lurins.
2: Hello. Hello, <laughs>
1: who both recently completed the Irrational South 200 miler. Thank you both for meeting up. We're in a beer garden at the moment, hanging out in the cold night, but you had joked that, uh, yeah, we're used to worse (laughs) than this. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We're going to hear all about this epic event. Uh, But before we do, I usually like to uh, ask this question of everybody. When you are not on epic running adventures, what do you get up to in your real lives? Is there more to running? Is there more to running? Jesus, I don't
0: know. Then uh, Apart from working mm. um, and supposedly in the garden, not a great deal actually. No <laughs> Is not
1: that the uh, end life of a retiree? Semi retired. Semi retired?
0: Yes, that, that'll do me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, including running, I like going out on uh, sad day group runs mm. with the Southern Running Group. So mm. that was cool, meeting yeah. up with everybody
2: you've built an amazing community there you're part of a fantastic oh, community are. there awesome. such wonderful people They're great people as for me i uh, i've been busy for the last three years since i moved to australia from the middle east uh it's been a massive adjustment uh learning my way around it's not too big not too complicated but still a challenging city Uh, I've got two daughters who probably some people have seen along the the trails with me who have kept me busy uh, as well as trying to recertify as a teacher and then trying to find a job. I've just got a new job which is something I'm really, really very excited about. Um, And um, well, I just, I, I don't know, I do things that people usually tend to like doing in South Australia. Which is red wine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and reading, and uh, and spending as much time with the kids as possible because I've just realised that they was grow up very, very, very quickly.
0: <laughs> so, another teacher, or the teachers, or, in the, yeah. or nurses. Because yeah. we are running away from yeah. <laughs> something.
2: <laughs>
0: True.
1: Um, so how long have each of you been running, and what got you into it?
0: Um, started when I was 45, so I'm now mm. 66, uh, 21 years, yeah. but, um, started exercising when I was 42, my daughter got me into that and uh, three guys I was working with at the time, they were runners and they said it's about time they started running and I stopped walking, so yeah. between there and 2012 I didn't really take it serious until 2012 when David Mitchell started up with SRG Mm-hmm. and everyone started talking about these crazy long-distance events and I was training for my first marathon that year. So I did that, and then which scared the life out of me. And six <laughs> weeks later, I did new Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> and me and Greg, we just made cut-off. Kind oh. <laughs> yeah. And since then, I've done it seven times. Wow. Seven times, uh, seven official times and once unofficial. mm mm-hmm some six, seven times, six finishes, and one DNF. Wow.
1: Was it that really hot year? No, last year. Oh, last
0: year. Yeah, I just. Oh yeah. I, I got soft. What
1: did I? What <laughs> did you do, I got caption,
0: I got grumpy,
1: soft. J- cold. That, just wanted real food. That's exactly, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, just, I
0: was soft, and then a couple of <laughs> weeks later, I thought you were soft because you could have probably finished and still probably finished under the sixteen hours. So, anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty amazing. That's, yeah. I, I know, did I six 65
3: Which yes. one of them was yours? One
1: of them was my birthday. Sure. Yeah,
2: it was good. Wow. Um, not very on un- similar, <laughs> similar story <laughs> is mine. We're in a flight path. <laughs> for the one plane of the day, probably. Yeah, yeah I hope so. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a fairly similar story. I, I started running when I... Turned forty, or um, I just became a new dad and uh, a stay-at-home dad, and uh, I was quite overwhelmed with the, the responsibility and with the whole experience of being a, a stay-at-home father. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I needed. release (laughs) and uh, living in Dubai there was uh, there wasn't a local pub to go down to so I started going to the (laughs) very very good thing so I started going to the local park and then I found my tribe uh, in the desert literally some absolutely mental Mm. people running in the 40 degrees getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and running in the desert the Dubai trail runners and um, And then I got roped into the first half marathon because the first marathon because I wanted to do a half marathon, but there wasn't one, so (laughs) I ended up running my first marathon at um, Beirut. And since then, just been running where I can (laughs) as a mode of transport and as a mode of uh, getting away from the challenges of life. I'm
1: just thinking. I think I started when I was thirty-eight, and that was. being a stay-at-home parent again and uh, yeah, needing the release. Mm. we late starters here. Yeah, late starters. <laughs> now, uh, Tamash you and uh, Matthew Woodman have already had a chat with Daniel Farrugia about your run. Daniel's also your coach, and you spoke on his podcast, The Trail Runner's Experience, so episode 72 for anyone who wants to go have a listen. Now, I asked you on my podcast before I knew that, And one of the reasons, like, there's a photo of Glenn at the last aid station. Just, it's a brilliant contrast photo because he is huddled, looking absolutely miserable under these blankets. And then there's these pulsing disco lights behind you. (laughs) Like, yeah, party! And you're just like, oh my god, no. Um, But there's a caption on that Facebook post saying, What a journey that man has had. Can't wait to hear the story. Mm. And so, oh, what a beautiful pairing to get Glenn and you and here you're very different experiences of the exact same event so you did have very different um, days but let's go start at the start why did you sign up for a 200 miler what was the appeal or the uh, irrationality I guess of well, that choice
0: <coughs> I first heard about it in, in 19, 2019 yeah. when, he, when he did his record run I State people can come and see if it's not that far away. And then I thought, like, no, don't be an idiot, 200 miles is great. Mm. And then, um, beginning of last year, Wilma, who, Andrew, yeah, yeah. Um, she mentioned it at one of our Saturday runs. I said, oh, has anyone heard of that? And I said, yeah, I have. She says, oh, cool, we can do it. i like, well, no, no, I'm not sure about that. And a couple of weeks later, um, Naomi, who was one of the girls, the uh, crew, she'd come in and say, oh, I hear you're doing 200 mile race. And I
3: said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would hear that from <laughs> you. know."
0: And she just, uh, her and Bianca were there that day. And they just turned around and said straight away, they said, well, if you if you decide to do it, we'll take the week off. Wow. So I thought, okay. And um, I, I probably knew in the back of my mind that I was going to do it, but I didn't actually make up my mind until probably November last year Mm. Okay. I thought okay I've got to be fairer than them they've got to work out their times and all that so yeah I did it and as I say it's
1: the rest is history yeah
0: yeah but um, Wilmer and Andrew they started training this time last year wow yeah Yeah. I couldn't I can't do that I hate (laughs) training oh really yeah Yeah. and just I would have been over it by Mm. Christmas time so yeah <clears throat> and yeah yeah that's
1: how it happened oh, almost by accident really <laughs> well, a bit yeah, of a peer, pressure yeah. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. peer pressure yeah. um,
0: well,
3: i'm glad i did it yeah
2: my decision to do the 200 mile it came fairly quickly and uh, and i i was hooked on the mm. idea um, I think it's, it's partly because of the big three uh, ultras in the States, the big three uh, 200 milers, which are just amazing dream races. And if I could get to one of those races, that would be definitely a dream. And to have it on our door straps. And last year, no, this year, I, I just turned 50 in April and I thought I would want to do something just before I turned 50 just to sort of have a closure of the first uh, half century um, that didn't work at no. race got postponed twice and then uh, I sort of had an interesting experience of yes. my uh, fattest uh, yeah. attempt uh, and uh, so after that it was obvious that I had to come back because I had a monkey on my back that I had to get off um, and uh, and I just loved the idea. I, I I wanted to see what it feels like to suffer so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
1: Yeah. And we wonder why people could call this crazy. As it came closer, you said Ouch, this is going to hurt. What were some of your concerns in the lead up? Like you want this experience to do. You had a you knew what it was going to be like, you knew what you're in for. So, what were you most worried about? Uh,
2: the only thing that I couldn't really plan was sleep and sleep deprivation. I know I can go for a hundred kilometers. I can. I know I can go on till I'm really, really sleepy. But what it feels like to have a 15-minute sleep and then get up and do another hundred kilometers. Is uh, was a challenge that I was daunted by, and I was really worried about at the time. Um, And then so many, the tiniest thing goes wrong, and you've got the most horrible race in the world. Uh, You don't have to lose grandma by the side of the road. You just (laughs) have to. It's just one wrong step, and you end up limping a hundred and forty kilometers, like like Matthew had to. Or, uh, I don't know, you take a wrong turn and uh, you add another 20 kilometers to an already shockingly long distance. (laughs) So uh, the amount of things that can go wrong and the likelihood of them going wrong (laughs) uh, wrong, increasing with every step, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah as you run five kilometers and you know you're going to get to the end of it you limp or you walk but for me i think i said this on daniel's podcast as well i'm sorry i'm repeating no, myself don't. but um i didn't believe that i would have this done until i got to the last checkpoint mm. it was at Penverdam that i believe that i've got this yeah. until then i was prepared for everything <laughs>
1: It sounds like really just nervousness mm. of potential. Mm.
2: Potential, yeah, the uh, the possibility of failure was yeah. definitely
1: Yeah. So you said that you started training late because you don't like training and you yes, get see. bored with it. Yeah. But having said that, you have done a huge amount of kilometres I this tried year. To. I really, mean, a lot, really a, lot a lot of it
0: was walking. Yeah.
1: As well. But you got to practice the whole hiking. It, I, the number yeah. of people I've heard say for these huge distances. That it's the walking that killed them because they didn't train yeah. for the walking. So well, that's I, very smart. <laughs> I, I,
0: well, I, I was mainly doing the walking, walk and run sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew that's what I was going to be doing. Exactly. Most of it anyway. So.
1: so were you happy with your preparation in the end? Uh,
0: yeah, I think if, and I'm not saying I am going to do another <laughs> one, but if I did, I would probably do more um, like overnighters. Oh, Yep. Long overnighters, yeah. Because um, I think most people can run through the day. Mm. And um, the thing I underestimated a lot was the paddocks at night with the rocks <coughs> and the t- and fallen trees and, and the hoof
1: dents from the cows that, yeah. that make it all oh, ankle mm-hmm. breaking. Yeah,
0: yeah. I underestimated how hard that was going to be. Mm. So I think if I did it another one, i yeah, do more nighttime training.
1: Nighttime training, yeah. Uh, you had a lot of ziploc bags. Prepped. Oh, no, you did a no, d- display photo. it no, everything all lined no, up perfectly. No, 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 I didn't. With all that preparation, <laughs> was there anything you feel you missed? Oh.
0: <laughs> it's hard because after after a certain amount of time, I I find it hard to swallow. Mm. So unless it's really liquid sort of stuff, um, it's yeah I find it hard to eat, mm. which. The girls were quite good at forcing me, trying to force me to eat. I hear a story
1: that Cherie drove her car back, uh, went back to where her car was and got Sustagen out of the boot and then came and met you to force some calories down you.
0: That was down, that was (laughs) after um, Mintaro. Yeah. Did that work?
1: Was the Sustagen good? It did
0: actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I ended up, um, she had a couple of days. Drunk them and then Penworth, um, and there was another. Uh, Margo got another three. From wherever. and um, yeah. yeah, I had them, and they, they did actually work a treat. Awesome. So, uh, even though I wasn't eating solids so much like over the last probably three days, um, I was still drinking and still you know, going blue and
1: stuff Good. Yeah. I did see <coughs> that you started out in Brooks' shoes. Think they should sponsor you. Yeah, and I f- I sponsor <laughs> <laughs> have
0: yeah. Well, they just fit my feet. I've tried yep. other. I've tried heaps of other different <laughs> shoes, and they just um, fit my feet better. Yeah. I always go back to them. Gotta keep the family business going, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, with the goal, run I happy wish. as per the slogan. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. I had two pairs. Yeah. So I started with um, uh, the yellow pair first, and then yeah, mainly kept with the deals, I think they're called. It, okay. Towards the end. Of it.
1: I assume they're more cushioned.
0: Um, uh, there's more of a zero drop, uh, okay. not zero drop, uh, about a six mil drop, I think. Okay. Whereas the other ones, I think, were a twir- 10 mil drop okay. as well. But um, I just found them easier to walk in, whereas the other ones oh, okay. aren't yeah, quite yeah. as comfortable to walk in. Yep. So, yeah, there's a okay. reasonable that.
1: Now, both of you did some uh, recce runs, yep. uh, essentially <laughs> doing the whole to- course beforehand. Uh, part of that for you, Marsh was obviously uh, the famous uh, fat ass version last year. That no one will let you live down. That was quite funny. Even before you started, not for
0: a few years, you <laughs> offered to
1: pick up trophies, and they are like, "No, <laughs> you might lose them." And someone's like, "Well, it's not as long as they're not in a suitcase," um, and just you cop flack all run. It was, yeah. um, but was it better to know what lay ahead, or do you think? Uh, ignorance is bliss
2: oh no I think with this course uh, this is a very deceptive course <coughs> not knowing uh, what to expect makes it so much harder yeah. especially when you get to that 160 170 kilometers and you hit, uh, hit Kainton and you start uh, no not Kainton, uh, sorry um, Leagues Pass you're oh, approaching yeah. Leagues Pass and really not really. being prepared for those climbs mm-hmm. and those descents uh, I think uh, even knowing what to expect it uh, killed my spirit a little bit by the time yeah. I did you go got through to the that age yeah it was a night time thing for you me you described
1: it as long and paceful, painful and up and down and up and down yeah, yeah
2: exactly yeah. and it was it. just uh, <laughs> it was the only part um, where I felt that I don't want to do this I don't like this and if there was one more bit of that I think I would have Find it very difficult to push through, but I'm, but having having recorded the course, having seen it, also having done the first 75 kilometers without any support last year, in the pouring rain <laughs> for 14 hours, yes. drenched to the skin, uh, to getting getting to Tonkillo, uh, absolutely exhausted, I think was uh, such a reference point that oh I survived this <laughs> I gave up but I survived this yeah. and uh, and this time yeah. I got there five hours faster than, wow. than last year yeah well done. and uh, and and it was just and yeah. so useful to have that that experience I love the idea of getting out somewhere and not knowing what to expect and uh, yeah. see what my body is capable of but I was so focused on having to get this monkey off my back that uh, that <laughs> yeah. any support and any, any preparation just helped me to get to that. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Rekirons, I'm I'm very supportive mm. of them.
1: Both of you came out of this with your feet unscathed relative to the disgusting posts that we have been seeing, particularly, I think, from uh, Matthew. <laughs> uh, horrible. If that
2: comes up once more <laughs> on my Facebook page, I'm going to bed that Matthew? In. No
1: more. God. <laughs> uh, so how did you look after your feet in this event, particularly with the rain on the first day?
0: I don't have a problem.
1: No? No. It just never very, gets
0: you? Very, very rarely had, I've had a problem with blisters. Um, first, Hyson I did. I had a really bad blister on my heel. Um, I've only lost one toenail, and that was in 2012. And it just grows back and keeps dropping off. Grows back and drops <laughs> off. Yeah. But apart from that, I rarely have a problem. So I touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, been pretty lucky. And mm. in saying that, or will probably will now <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: you? not. Uh, I'm probably luck as well as uh, being a bit paranoid. So I drench my foot in Vaseline. Uh, before I start running so I, I use a fairly uh, big amount of Vaseline to, to make sure that my uh, my feet are uh, well looked after and yes it worked brilliantly this year and uh, I was very lucky um, with that last year at the end of the fat ass, I did about 120 k's at the uh, of the end from Udondo to um, there and on the last three kilometers i was tiptoeing on two massive blisters but uh, that was like the last three kilometers right. so and
1: that's probably because you'd sped up so much well not this feet. year this year oh, i had nothing yeah. that yeah. was on the fat sorry. ass, on um, the fat ass yeah.
2: <coughs> but yeah i don't know uh, i've been lucky with with my feet as well
1: yeah did you change shoes as well? Oh,
2: my shoe story is a bit...
1: Oh dear! But it,
2: it's a bit dramatic for me, and it's a bit annoying and it's typical, because uh, I've got this one pair of shoes that I absolutely love, and it has been discontinued by know, Mizuno, the trailer bookies. They did new versions of it, but they are not good. But they, they, don't, they don't work for me. And that original first trailer bookie worked for me brilliantly. And I ordered a couple of pairs two months before the Uh-oh. race. Right. Yep. They didn't
1: arrive. Or and they didn't they're arrive. Wrong. They no, didn't
2: no. arrive. Yep. They didn't arrive. I've heard this story so from
1: different people so many times. You're not alone.
2: So I'm 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 sorry, but Just Sports is not the place where you order your shoe, shoes <laughs> from. Uh, especially if they are sort of running out of. Um, yeah. It's a it's an end of season out of season uh, shoes. So I ended up running in uh, that one last pair that I still had and uh, just praying that they survive, and they did. They did. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: <laughs> Got lucky again. The long-range forecast originally was uh, 16 degrees, 25% chance of rain, and Glenn, you described that as my kind of weather. It that sounds w- pretty good to it me was well. pretty.
0: It was pretty good. Yeah.
1: Then it changed to showers, storms, cold, with up to 45 kilometre per hour winds. Wind is shit. Mm. One of the sweepers described the day as having a freezing cold wind that did not stop, and there is a well-known pic of Glenn with his sideways beard in the wind. (laughs) It
0: was was just so cold. So
1: tell us about that first day weather, like trying to keep warm and dry. What was it like? I
0: was I was warm. Um, from memory, I didn't think it rained that much actually. Mm. But um, no, I didn't think so. Okay. Um, I kept warm, but my face was so cold. Just the wind. Yeah. And um, that first night, going into the second day, it was just freezing. Just so cold. <laughs> Uh, and that was one did of you my have
1: enough layers or did yeah, you just yeah. have to tough yeah, it out no, yeah it was just, yep, good. By, it was just, just money face. With the face. Right. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> everything else felt not too bad yeah um, but that was that was one of my worst or my main concerns it was the cold night because I hate yeah. the cold mm-hmm. literally hate the cold yeah um, but yeah we got through it got and through the it? second night was, was I don't think there was even any breeze the second oh, night oh nice so and that was good too so
1: and obviously for you, compared to that day last I year... I had that reference yeah. point, so for me
2: it was, oh, it's not too bad, is <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had an aid station every... On twi- the uh, um, f- first day we had brilliant uh, aid station placement, so mm-hmm. it was 20, uh, f- uh, 16 kilometers, Something 20, like 21 kilometers, so they were really well paced out, and uh, and getting there, getting warm, getting changed, if I had to, was, uh, was really helpful, and... Uh, I don't think we got m- too much of the no, rain uh, on no, the good. first day, So, uh, uh, because we could see constantly <laughs> coming from Murray Bridge, the r- mm. r- clouds were coming behind us, and they kept com- yeah. catching up with us, but Glenn and I were so fast that the clouds <laughs> couldn't <laughs> catch up with us.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 not sure about that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mainly, mainly Wednesday night. I reckon yeah. it was it rained a bit. Yeah. but It still wasn't yeah. that
1: bad. And you seem to do a lot of it in shorts, from what I could tell. Yeah, yeah, I
2: did all of it in shorts. Yeah. Uh, I did a little bit in uh, in, in long uh, yeah. jogging pants, but that was all for. I never. Yeah. <laughs> never run in long pants and uh, <laughs> I regretted that decision oh, yeah. because I ended up uh, tying it on myself and had oh. to carry it all the way to Uganda I was on the verge of just leaving it there for the cows, <laughs> but they said they didn't want it, so oh, okay. I had to take it with me.
1: I have a, a listener question, which is, uh, how do you handle hygiene? So you're out for <laughs> just shy of 80 hours, which was your goal, congrats, and you were just shy of 100 hours. <laughs> You get pretty gross, I would imagine. So the question is, yeah, what do you do? Do you not do well, anything? Do you well, I, I, you had a sh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a shower at Uganda. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I th- that was it. And that might have had my first crap that time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that Uganda aid oh, station was... That was cool. Uh, Heaven sent. That yeah. was so these just. these are the things
1: people don't talk about, but they're so important. That yeah. was
2: just amazing. We had access. I I got to Udonda. Um, uh, by the time I got to Udonda on uh, Thursday morning, I had had about four, four, uh, fifteen minutes of sleep, and I was prepared to go for a sleep, mm. and uh, and then. I could have a shower they had the mm-hmm. swimming pool open and we could go into yeah. the disabled showers and that was the best shower ever ever so much so that i decided not to sleep at Udon and waste uh, daylight hours and yep. just keep uh, pushing through the day until i got to uh, waterloo okay so other than i don't know uh, I your do body your is yeah, yeah yeah i i religiously i, yeah. I religiously brush yeah. my teeth at pretty much every aid station because that's one of my that was one of my memories from the heist and uh, it was just a hundred k's but the way your mouth feels mm-hmm. during a race like this is, is disgusting <laughs> you're eating this <clears throat> goo and sugary, woody, crap. Yeah. sugary crap and just yeah. Your mouth feel, feels feels so that was definitely one thing. And then your body is amazingly adaptive, and I didn't have to smell myself, and no, I, I don't think. know what other people <laughs> smell yeah, run, really. Run,
0: runners don't stink; <laughs> <laughs> we're just we sweaty. Yeah, I, I've I've noticed that.
1: Another one of those little things is uh, keeping devices charged, like watching your phone. Uh, that go.
0: Might. Mine went fine for the first, uh, what was I think it was about 160 odd, I think it might have been, and then I charged it up again, and all um, well, the girls charged it up while I was uh, having a snooze, and um, it turned itself off. Right. So. Okay. So that's the first one. Is that
1: why your Strava thing is a rainbow? Ah, uh, I just,
0: you had to put I just changed I just changed that. Oh no, right. I, Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then it, uh, I charged it again, and Leaks Leaks Pass. When we got yep. there, I had a sleep, and I charged it up again, and again it turned itself off. <laughs> um, but then it stayed on. Um, I charged it another time, I think, and it stayed on. But I, I, I must mm. have turned it off at one stage. Yeah. Uh, for about four or five k's to go, and I turned back on and got it. Yeah. But um, I ended up getting um, there's an app you can get. Yeah. And um, uh, you can join. It joins all the oh, all nice. the links together, and that's yeah. how I end up getting it together. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Now the rainbow thing, I just noticed it on some some Strava oh, okay. things. Um, people are <laughs> putting the rainbows up, and it just turns turns okay. yeah it changes your, your so course. So it's not all the, the different segments, but no. you had
1: to did have to use something to kind yeah, of sew um, it together. Yeah.
0: Go go tees or go to okay. I think. it was, and they just asked for a small donation. Okay. And you know, so I did that, and yeah, I end up getting <laughs> it all in one hit. Nice. In the end so that was cool. So it was going to piss me right off. If I didn't <laughs> I <imagine>. Do 345 <laughs> kilometres. <laughs> if that didn't happen, and it wasn't going to be, be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But I got it in the end. So. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: We'll I was very impressed with in my Phoenix Six because I put it on ultra uh, mode and uh, turned it on on Wednesday morning and turned it off on Saturday oh wow. afternoon. Oh, wow. It went through. It didn't have any cardio data, but it had all the elevation data, all the distance,
3: and um,
2: and yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's on Strava, so it happened, Um, (laughs) so that was good, and also had to be very cautious with my phone being charged constantly, because I I sort of made this commitment to myself, and... uh, as a motivation and uh, just a memory to try to record even Mm. if it's just 10 seconds or 30 seconds every 10 kilometers just to face my journey because i think once when you're in it you don't really know what you're in you're just left foot right foot and you're trying to get to the next aid station and and um, having those short videos which kept a lot of logistics of uh, having my wonderful wife charging my uh, external batteries and then keeping everything going but because there were eight stations again it was relatively manageable because every five six seven hours i could get a new battery pack and then keep keep going with my phone so that was important for me because i just i just knew how much motivation that is that I just have to go three more kilometers and I get to record a video yep. and what is going to be on the video so you you yes. sort of distract yeah. yourself with that yeah. kind of thing it's nice to have something else to focus on
1: yeah that's good now another unusual thing is people seem to comment a lot on the animals they encounter on the course it's been sheep, cows, dogs, horses, snakes did you have any animal encounters out there?
0: I was quite surprised actually I- didn't see a kangaroo, didn't see oh an emu, God. the only animals we saw and that was in the distance was um, a few in the Nato Zoo.
1: Okay, I do know Sean saw wombats on one of his Yeah, wreckings? Apparently,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, um, uh, Wilma and I did Tunkilo to Springton and just going past all the farmlands, like right, you saw everything, you named it, we, yep. we saw it and um, actually a funny story, probably, I don't know, maybe four or five k's from uh, Tunkilo, I reckon. Yeah. And you go through a section that's um, fenced off both directions, but there's um, cows and calves and whatnot there. And on the night um, when Wilma and Andrew went through, mm-hmm. um, the coppers rolled up and wanted to know what the hell they were doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> the farmhouse is not far from the road. And all these of these headlights mm. wandering around. Mm. So yeah, the coppers come out and chatted them up and asked them what they were going to do, and they just told them what was <laughs> happening. They said, "Oh, fine, you know, like mm, why?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no. Through through the race, okay. yeah, I didn't see anything. Yeah. the kangaroos that got me. Yeah, because normally you see them. Yeah, yeah. But didn't see one.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit disappointed in uh, in the four uh I uh, on my one of my record rounds I saw a very, very beautiful uh, brown snake, which was very exciting because yeah. uh, I thought it was just cable, turned out oh. not to be a cable I ran past it, which was and then I turned back, was that a cable? No, it wasn't, because it's leaded away so that yeah. was that was fun it na- didn't happen on this course I think I was strapping too loudly and scared everything away so a few uh, kangaroos and then at night between mintaro uh, for sort of coming out from mintaro i saw quite a few uh animals in the in the trees that mm-hmm. was staring at you mm-hmm. in the in the possums and possums yeah, mostly i yeah. was pretty cool and a few owls That was nice so n- nocturnal animals yeah. and nocturnal runners were <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> numerous
1: Were there any unexpected obstacles? Like I saw some complaints in the wrecking runs about fencing wire across the path. So were there any things that got in your way?
0: There's fencing wire in quite a a lot of places. The rocks on the paddocks. All the trees, <laughs> yeah. where you're supposed to run along the fence line. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's one of my favourites. <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> follow the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> follow the fence
2: line. Yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> 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 follow the fence and then there are about 100 trees that had been, <laughs> been fed oh, with their yeah. roots yep, sticking, sticking out. And you add an extra 500 meters at least because you have to sort sort of circumnavigate them. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It was nothing unexpected, but still, bits of it were just mm. disgusting. It <laughs> was just um, the fencing wires, the, the gum tree uh, branches. Yeah, that is just. Uh, I, I always say this, and it's one of my mantras now. That, that's probably the worst uh, surface to run on, mm. because you don't know what you're stepping on. You don't know how to. St- Meg the next step It's an all four. I
0: think a lot of the fencing wire too, mm. with people um, doing the recce runs and training runs along there, I think a lot of it was thrown out mm. the way. Yeah, that's as good. Well. Yeah. So Which help. Would have helped. Mm.
1: Uh, I hear there were inconsistencies between the maps and the signs, so did that cause yes. any issues? Yeah, yeah. there was a few actually.
0: <laughs> um, it was it inspiration point? I reckon mm. it was. Riley, Riley was there. We left yeah. there, we, we got in there Friday, uh, probably about two, we hung around, I think Wilma and Andrew had a snooze, I shut my eyes for about an hour and a half, and then we took off and the saying, do go down here, turn left, turn right, whatever. When you come on the road, it's only about 100 metres, you've got to turn right, and we got on the road, and kept on going, Riley came driving up the road, said, um, you're, you're off course, we said, oh damn. So but that was downhill. So oh, it was about three no, k, yeah. so we had to yeah. go all the way back down. Yeah. But um, he took off, and I was too slow. I should have got him to drop us back to where we missed off, which yeah. he would have. He was yeah. allowed to do. Yeah. Um, whether he knew that, I don't know. But then, um, uh, yeah, going up through the fence line, there was a point, a point where you got you climb one style, yep. and it, the arrows going straight ahead, yep. but the actual tags were to the left. And it was just all over, like, we're mm. checking out. I reckon we wasted about an hour and a half there just trying to get back on track. Like, the map would tell you you're off track, but the signs would say, well, no, you're, you're actually on track, and, mm. you know, it's just... Uh,
1: so which was right?
0: The, uh, well, wow. the map or the signs? Honestly, don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, we ended up with a combination mm. of following the signs and the map and mm. the tags. Jeez. We sort of got to where we had to go, so.
2: And often these happen at the most yeah. on uh, predictable places yeah. like in yeah. bits where you would just naturally go in one direction mm. and then then you have to stop yourself to actually reassess it yeah.
0: sorry A- and it was foggy that morning yeah. so you oh, couldn't of course. Really see you couldn't
3: see your head no, no. no. Sorry. like, like
2: <laughs> going through both of the gorges where you're trying to get navigate oh. through the gorges first and first and when it's dark, they are not reflective no. sun markers, no. so you no. can't well, see not the, like the markers. Not no. like yeah. the high sun ones yet, okay. so that's one of the things that Sean oh. has just announced that we are going to offer because they've got all their markers printed, they just need somebody to put them on. Oh. Uh, so, we are going to probably volunteer to. Uh, no, that's a good do idea. it yeah. year by year. Some uh, segments yeah. of it either okay. the tail runners or uh, the uh, mm. uh, people around the course will put out some of the markers, and in a few years they will all be reflective, which will be a massive help because that was that what so gorge. difficult. God. The <laughs> gorge, because when it's daytime, it's all green, so you mm. can't see the markers because it's all green, and at night they don't reflect, so you can't see a thing. It's, uh, so that was that was really hard, but. And I also think that the apps that we use, they all use different algorithms with the uh, GPX files. So some of them change the course, Mm. like uh, AllTrails has this option to smooth the course, which I think just means that it it sort of designs a way to make it easier for you and not follow the actual yeah so that's why it's uh you do have to follow the markers much more than the signs and um and i think the the people did the marking did an amazing job 99 percent of the time there were a few places but it's very difficult to imagine Putting out the markers and imagine somebody coming in the rain,
3: ah, ex- absolutely
2: exhausted. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew mentioned it in, uh, in the other other podcast as well that. You you see the marker pointing to the right, but in your head you convince yourself that that right is left, and you start running to mm-hmm. the left wow. until you. It's a, the, the tricks your mind plays on mm-hmm. plays on you in, in this kind of distance is fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, another listener question mm-hmm. was: Did you experience any hallucinations as your mind started to go? Mm-hmm.
2: No,
0: no hallucinations. But myself and Wilma. There were points where we both thought we've been we've been here before, mm, <laughs> but we hadn't, <laughs> been, but we, yeah, but we hadn't <laughs> been there before. Oh, wow. Like Saturday morning, there was one spot. We would come out of where the um, where they were holding the motocross. That yep. section. We're coming out of there, and um, we're going downhill, and all the fog was across the valley, and I was taking a f- trying to take a photo. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you've done this before, because i was getting really pissed off, because I I couldn't take the photo without the power lines in it, yep. and it was really annoying me. And I knew I'd, I'd I'd, done it before, but I hadn't, because I hadn't been there mm. before. And another time was um, going from, uh, uh, what was it, Mintaro, uh yeah, Mintaro to Penworthing, mm. and um, uh, I was with, uh, Margo was um, buddy running me then, and was Craig was the sweeper <coughs> and I heard them, they were talking at the back and I knew exactly what they were talking about <laughs> and, and they were just, say, you know, whispering saying well he's got to hurry up, he's not going to make, he's not going to make cut off yeah. and I knew that but how could I, I hadn't done it before so how could I, but yeah there was a few deja, deja vu things like that mm. but hallucinations
1: isn't Anything
2: for yeah, you? No, I don't think so. I, I, I was in an altered state of mind from uh, from seven o'clock on Wednesday morning <laughs> until <laughs> you saw my finish. I was just, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Um, the whole thing. The whole thing was an <laughs> out-of-body experience, really. It was uh, uh, because I, I, as I said, I couldn't believe that my body is capable of uh, doing what I'm just forcing it to do, and uh, mm. uh, and it wasn't. An a fantastic experience in that sense and I don't think I had any hallucinations no,
1: no. you mentioned styles uh, at one point and mm-hmm. I think about hyson I counted my first hyson mm. 56 styles is that all that's all <laughs> And by the end count. I'm pretty over them and it really hurts to yeah. go over and I wondered oh, what is it like in 200 miles with styles it oh, would have had been
0: hundreds. Mm. bloody hundreds yeah. well i was in the last when craig was sweeping i was lucky because he was um he was a, a, if there was a gate he was opening the gate so <laughs> i didn't have to <laughs> climb over the ga- bloody styles <laughs> <laughs> so I, as far as that goes i was lucky with uh, that but yeah awesome. some of them are just awkward to get over.
2: <laughs> yeah there were a lot um, they were not <laughs> fun and um again compared to the heisen is not as well maintained this no. uh this, this uh, uh, course so uh the styles were a lot wobblier some of them were much less accessible mm-hmm. much harder to climb mm-hmm. up and my my memory of the heisen order i struggled with uh with the styles but nothing like like these after a couple of days was just oh, you have to climb up like three yeah. steps and then three steps down and it's freezing and, and it's wet and <laughs> yeah. it's slippery and
1: oh 8 <laughs> station food uh, tell us your favourites there was a pretty good photo of you Glenn with a donut you look very happy to have that donut uh, <laughs> um,
0: I told the girls when they when they offered the crew to crew me I said there's, there's only two things you can't go past a bakery without getting something mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to let me pull out DNF unless I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow! So they, they pretty much <laughs> did that. Nah, um, bakery goods and yeah, push. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the eight station food was was pretty good. Yeah, and the soups and soups I've, I found re- reasonably easy to to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was leeks past They had eggs and sausages. I
2: reckon. Did uh, they? I don't. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, leeks, Pass I think was they,
0: they had. Um, well, we got there and it was morning, so it was breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have had more eggs and sausages, but they they were nice. They, they actually went down okay. But um, in general, the, um, eight station food was pretty good.
3: Yeah.
1: About you Any eight favorites? stations
2: were amazing food and soups I'm not going to eat soups for another six months <laughs> uh, but every eight station I was just filling mm. up on soups and uh, and and yeah the eight stations were just amazing fantastic the atmosphere the people mm. and uh, and of course I got very lucky to have my family uh, pretty much at every aid station but uh, that that the fact that you can just sit down and have this amazing stuff coming to you, and you can eat it without feeling guilty about it, that's really special. Yeah. One thing I don't think I'll
0: ever eat again, and that's I don't know how people can eat those two-minute noodles. Ah, oh. disgusting! <laughs> I was I
1: disappointed they weren't at Kaima last year. I, <laughs> Absolutely I thought disgusting. They were good.
0: <laughs> uh, I have I have memories of Naomi. Glenn, you got to eat it.
1: Eat oh. it. E- <laughs> oh, like a spoon of flame.
0: <laughs> you got to eat it. Because
1: they ended up having to try and force you to eat. Yes, what, what they did. What went wrong with you for food? Uh,
0: it's just that I have trouble swallowing after a while. My throat gets dry. So, unless it's really, really liquidy. Yeah. Um, yeah and I've always had even through 100 milers and yeah, Hubert even when I did Hubert yeah. the same thing but yeah but, so I, if I do another one I suppose I've got to concentrate more on a liquid uh, diet I suppose
1: yeah and you were saying I should have had more sausage just an egg so when you can but eat they, eating they, they went down a, okay
3: yeah <laughs> it, that's, ru- that's real that's real yeah. food yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah. So your body just went no to most of pretty the
0: pretty much yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. Which, which obviously sucked your energy yeah, yeah yeah I think that's yeah that and whatever other reason mm-hmm. of end up falling apart so
1: yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah um, I don't
0: know
1: I have a note here, Glenn. At one point that you went ass up in a puddle. Was that you? Yeah, that yeah. was me. <laughs> what what happened there?
0: Um, I think I was just tired. I was going into. Just before Inspiration Point, because mm. um, the road was a little bit um, wet, had oh. a few puddles in it, and, and I went part went to go around and end up slipping. And oh, I think it was like slow motion and went down.
1: Yeah, yeah. that would have sucked.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> but but <laughs> what I didn't get with that? that. I didn't get that wet. So, oh, okay, that's. So okay. it wasn't wasn't too bad. In me.
1: <laughs> that was
2: a very tricky section i found that that uh, you did don't the inspiration but i did na- daytime yeah it it's just rest. it's just so tedious that's just mm. such a tedious part of the course it's a very it looks very nice and flat and a wide road and it's a flat surface it's it clear kept on but going. it's it, it is it is an incline it is yeah, one of yeah. those stealthy inclines where you're gaining um Uh, hide but it just went on for about 30-35 kilometres and it was Mm. just too long too long (laughs) long.
1: in an event like this the runners obviously get very far apart Mm. you do long long stretches on your own and how do you handle being alone for long blocks of time this isn't just a normal event these are really long Long blocks of sections like that. Mm. I I didn't
0: actually mind it. Um, yeah, I, I don't listen to anything either. Um, but I didn't I didn't mind it. It's yep. for some whatever reason. Mind you, in saying that, it was still good when the girls joined me. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. When they could. Yeah. So um, that was good. Just break the boredom a little bit. But running by myself, yeah, I, I don't mind. I think it's sometimes it's easier. It can be oh, easier. Oh,
2: no. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm I'm the same. I I I have taken on this sport because I I like the solitude. I like that because we don't get to do that anymore. I think, especially once we have family and work, that you don't get to spend any amount of time alone, that mm. totally alone. Mm. And and I and I enjoy that. And this time it was just so so. Easy in the sense that you know that every five, six, seven, eight hours, you are going to see people who are going to cheer you on. You're going to mm-hmm. see your supporters. You're going to see your family. So uh, and then make the most of that time. And uh, and I I enjoy that. That's that's how I started running. So for me, that was just um, it. Really was twelve really really long long runs. Uh, mm. that it ended up being uh, from one aid station to the next and mm. and and I enjoyed the quiet in between and uh, there are bits of it that are actually quite nice
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> but in saying that I, yeah. c- I, prob- I, must, I couldn't have been feeling as good as what I thought I was feeling um, we got into Tunkillo and the girls were there they were, mm. um, they were helping out in the aid station and uh I wasn't going to see them again until Udunda and um uh, not Udunda, Kytum sorry, Kytum mm. and um, I rocked up at Springton right, at 2 in the morning or whatever and they were there and they said no nah, you didn't look that well <laughs> so they went home they, home they went back to where they were staying and had a couple of hours sleep and then showed up at Springton so and oh, not really getting a, yeah it was yeah. actually it was nice seeing them and I had yeah. a couple of hours of sleep in the car. Yeah. And they, um, took off again and mm. made him a Macayton. Yeah.
1: Did you use body
2: runners too much no a very good friend of mine offered to to body run and then I sort of changed my mind about it i I get uh, I, I need to have as little excuse to blame somebody for <laughs> my failing as possible uh, and uh, and I decided to go without a body runner and I think it worked out better for me because there were, because it's, uh, for me it's really difficult to, to expect another person to completely sort of uh, sacrifice their own run for, for me and I would have felt guilty and pressurized and, 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 and I think it was a good, good decision in, in the end but that was because I was feeling well I think if I hadn't yeah. been I, I would have needed as much support as yeah. as, a, as available
1: and you had buddy runners yeah um, the three
2: girls
0: took it in turns and i um, assume that they
1: were invaluable particularly towards the end
0: they definitely yeah. they definitely were and yeah. they knew that i'd be walking so um yeah naomi joined me from kytan to dirt uh, highway mm. um she made me run uh, <laughs> as she did. Yeah, ra- yeah. Uh, run the downhills, walk the uphills. Yep. Uh, so you go, keep going. Yeah, okay, whatever. And then we um, we missed the turn off to the gorge. Oh, oh no. And, that, and that's where I spat it. Uh, I deeply apologised to the um, everybody yeah. at the aid station, but yeah, I spat it and I wasn't going to go on. And um, they said, well, you got to go back and do the gorge and I said no, I said, I'm, done. I'm done, I'm over it, you can DNF me, I don't care, <laughs> whatever.
1: But they were under strict instructions, your buddy runners yeah, to know. not let well, you know do I know that, I know that. So
0: we ended up, um, got to lift back to where we missed the turn off and then we did it, uh, just on dusk it was. We did it, we'd done the gorge just on (laughs) dusk, and it was was horrible, it took 4Ks and it took us about an hour and 20 minutes to do it. Ask Sam Fletcher about
2: that bit. It was just, it was just horrible. Oh, I could have with Sam just as he was hobbling, he he was one of the two people, DNF, and Uh. uh, he was limping really, really badly and the way he pushed himself through that that gorge, it and it's just a completely unnecessary, incredibly yeah. difficult, yeah. fun, but not at the time. No, so yeah, was me, we
0: laughed about it after we finished it, but Yeah. at the time, at it was, the time, was just, you, you so there was no, well I don't know what it was like through the daytime, but night time you just couldn't not see Marcus. Oh my God. Uh, you know, and,
1: and do you think you would have finished spat, that if you didn't no, have it, your buddy run
0: it? No, if I was by myself, I would have spat it. Yeah big
1: yeah. time. So even from but that point they were mm. yeah, yeah, worth their weight in gold. Uh, they
0: were. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, from Sturt Highway to uh, Leakes Pass um, Janine took over mm. and um, yeah she, she, was, she was great. She reckons it's only taken 150 kilometers to be faster than what I was. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I tried to have a, have a snooze, I was so tired and before I tried to have a snooze there was like rocks everywhere so I yeah. could sit down and do whatever, um, but after we got past um, that sort of little bit, the we um, uh, bit where you're pretty much following the road and there was nowhere and I was so tired. Mm. I said, well, i got to lay down, you know, so yeah. she, I laid down and she, she gave me her, um, uh, what's her name, blanket and I wrapped it around myself and all I could hear was <laughs> I was like, oh, this ain't been <laughs> no, no, I can't yeah. get to sleep yeah. so I got up but, you know, I could hear her talking to, her. I think it was Naomi um, telling her what was going on but, god, that was a horrible section mm-hmm. through there and then, then you get to the bloody creek bed <laughs> you know, down one side, yep. up the other down the yep. other side, down and up and down and up and down but apparently through the ones that did it at daytime um a lot of them or well, some of them actually stayed to the one side and just skirted along the uh, no way yeah, apparently <laughs> i'm not sure who but oh, yeah But wow. well, i suppose it's a lot easier daytime you could see yeah the, you the can different s- you can navigate yeah.
2: otherwise so, it's just walkers uh, I absolutely hate that word. Yes, walkers, walkers, follow fans. <laughs> that's exactly. all we
1: had. So, oh uh, in yeah. the dark, that's all you yeah. can do. Yeah.
2: Uh, wow. yeah, absolutely. That
0: second one was horrible.
1: And you had Tash towards the end as well? Uh, as an unexpected bunny runner, was it?
0: No, no, she was sweeping. Oh, she was a
1: sweeper, of course. She Sorry.
0: swept from Fenworthing. And mm. um, I didn't know she was doing it. Yeah. Um, Said, do you know who sweeping? And I said, no. She said, Tash. And, I said, oh my God. <laughs> and I like her and Margot did the last seventy with me, so mm-hmm. from Waterloo. Yep. Yeah, those two. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I know they got. They I know they got pr- primed that last aid station because Jen was on that one saying. So. This is the time we expect him in. This is the time you have to have him out there. And they were all prepared for your arrival. Yeah, How to push you on. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah.
0: Margot was working on 3Ks, um, mm-hmm. three, 3Ks an hour. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I saw on Facebook, Joyce put it down on one of the um, last posts. She, she worked out I had to do uh, 2.7 to get in under the Mm. Under the uh, yep. 100 hours. Yeah. So. But those two pretty much carried me the last 15Ks, literally carried me the last 15Ks. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, body runners. Mm. Incredible. Mm.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. From that last aid station, Dimash, you had uh, your kids running with you in their <laughs> coming out of that. And you were the opposite. You were full of beans. You were literally running smiling um, And you said before that that's the moment you knew you were going to make it. Yeah, exactly Aid station So what was happening for you there?
2: It was I. It was just the most it, it was just the longest euphoria I've ever experienced in my life It was it started at water uh, Waterwell. Water uh, well Water, water yeah. yeah. well uh, just at the beginning of the Riesling trail where I Sort of v- very accidentally, dr- bombed into a friend from my daughter's school, whose uh, husband's brother is sort of a runner, and he was sort of watching the uh, the, the dots, following the dots. But completely by coincidence, I turned yeah. into the road and bombed into them in front of a cafe, and big hugs and smiles yeah. and selfies, and uh, and that just gives me gave me an amazing push. Uh, that took me all the way to Penwortham on the Riesling Trail, which was again a familiar place It's a nice it's a niceish run. It's an incline, but it's it's somehow it just feels good running on that surface uh, uh, So I I really enjoyed myself already saying hello to the uh, people running and cycling on the uh, on the Riesling Trail and uh, already having a great time and I knew that my family would be there and I knew that my my friend Carla uh, was manning the um, uh, aid station as well so I got there and Carla was there, the girls were there in their hoodies, Cherry was there Uh, and it was just an amazing experience running in there and uh, I kept expecting because I knew that bit from last year so I kept expecting uh, here it is here it is here's the crossing and I just worked myself up into a frenzy and by the time I got there I just heard the cars and the conversation and I was just pelting it down uh, there and uh, and yeah it was just the best egg sandwich I've ever had in my (laughs) life (laughs) And and the most hogs and uh, and this friend Julie uh, showed up there as well because she said oh once we saw you we thought it wanted to see how you look after this (laughs) because that was another ten k's or so so she was there again uh, with her whole family and then for the last twenty two kilometers I really just planned to to enjoy the run because it was daytime I knew I had it and. that's when I started recording my thank you videos and, uh, and, and that made it even shorter because yeah, I had yeah. lots of thank you videos obviously because uh, the amount of gratitude you feel as you are approaching the end, that you've done this and mm-hmm. all the people without whom you wouldn't have done it, mm-hmm. alive and dead and here and across the world, it was just... Beautiful feeling that last 20 kilometers, you and did. then, and then I bumped into Naomi and the girls oh, at the top of the hill yep. just as we were descending into into Clare, yeah. and I say, "What are you doing? You're running!" And I was just like so excited mm-hmm. and so happy to see them, and mm-hmm. they were amazing. They were just uh, cheering me on for a few uh, hundred meters uh, down into Clare, and that gave me that last uh, push. When ended up running faster those last 5 kilometres with the only rest 8
1: kilometres to go you were doing high knees alongside <laughs> Michelle's car <laughs> uh, kilometre 322 you did in 4 minutes 26 God. <laughs> yep so it gives you a bit <laughs> of Thank a sense you. of that the was high you talk about your video journals that you did along the way so here is my summary of the gist of Tomasha's journey uh, 20k still loving it 50k it's not easy but fun life's beautiful 100k got annoyed a couple of times endless climbs 130k rested 8 150k doesn't sound too shabby <laughs> 240k sleepy happy healthy strong sleepy uh, 290 a bit sleepy feeling good 301, uh, euphoria, crying to laughing, loving the world more than ever. 310, I came from somewhere there, and I'm going somewhere there. (laughs) And then when you finished, with the kids in tow, and taking a bow, and dancing to the music, you said, this is so, so special. Mm. So tell us about that finishing line moment after that epic journey.
2: I teared up again. I always <laughs> do. Uh, it was it was just such a such an amazing uh, emotional journey, um, and um, and realizing that I I put myself through something that I didn't expect. I don't expect anybody to be able to do this. I don't expect anybody to want to do this, mm. and to actually enjoy it and to come come through this. With, with this um, enormous amount of love for, for everything. A little bit of love for myself, which is not very easy for me. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, just the gratitude, uh, it was just overwhelming. That's what I found the, the, the most beautiful about it, uh, yeah. to be able to do this and to appreciate how many people's uh, contribution uh, was part of it and you asked uh, Glenn at the beginning about uh, about training mm-hmm. and I I think you've trained for this for 66 years and I trained for this for 50 <laughs> years because because <coughs> in a way I think your first 200 miles is, uh, is, is sort of a combination of everything you have been and done by the time you, you run it, some yeah. people run it, run it when they are 35 and do it in bloody 52 hours. That was, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. Yes. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> it's really done. It's It's insane. Really yeah. insane. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> now, you, Strava, of course, labelled it its mere afternoon run <laughs> label, and you joked, oh, do I save or discard this activity? <laughs> Uh, So, metaphorically, what what did you save from this activity? What are you taking from it going forward?
2: um, That I have an amazing family, and uh, I know I'm repeating myself, and that running is not a lonely sport. Uh, This i think my my family put together my my wife and my kids put together so amazingly and watching their journey the first day when they thought that this was going to be fun the second day when they they realized that it isn't yeah. the third day when they realized that oh my god daddy needs us and we will be there for him and the fourth day when they celebrated with me what we achieved together and mm-hmm. and them being part of it and I, I've always loved my wife, and I always will, but the enormous love and gratitude I feel for, for what she's put herself and the kids through just so that I can have this moment is, uh, is definitely a takeaway. Yeah. And uh, I'll put them through it again at the Delirious West next year, <laughs> 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 because I'm a bastard. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: oh my goodness. Uh, Glenn. And shift to your home stretch mm. so uh, I know you had people poking and prodding and you going go 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 but getting yourself out of that last aid station tell um, us what that was like
0: it was it was hard actually yeah, yeah it was hard I mean getting into there was um, I'll just back up a bit Bianca mm-hmm. she joined me from Leaks to Udunda I was going to sleep at Udunda. Mm-hmm. Um, decided not to in the end I thought, uh, you know, didn't know how cold it was gonna be so I thought I'll oh, get off get off early. Um, and seeing people like you were saying, you know, friends come out mm. and seeing some of those friends that you didn't expect. You know, yeah. like Deb showed up just out of you done it. She was she ended up um, sweeping with Carrie and then just before water, uh, Watervale two of the lads decided that you know like nine thirty at night that they were going to go for a drive and you know they were walking up and you know that was, that was a big bust you know, that, um, Glenn and uh, Scott and then um yeah but uh, they, they were with us for, for quite a while just walked with us until we got into Penworthing to Penworthing yep. um but getting out of there was ah uh, <laughs> yeah it was sort of hard but had to get going mm. you know I had to get going and knowing and and tash was there and, and margot still like yeah she was awesome mm. she really was margot was just a gem yeah. like, we trained heaps and done quite a few races and we buddy run it uh buddied each other quite a few times and um mm. but once we got going it was just a matter of moving forward and yeah, um, I think Margot made a comment a few times just as well I was leaning to me right because if I was leaning to me left I probably would have went arse over tit down the hill. <laughs> um,
1: That's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that home stretch from there has uh, become the stuff of legend now. Ah. Uh, I actually watched yesterday the golden hour of the Western States, 100 miler, okay. yeah. uh, which is, I always watch them and they always make me cry there was a second to last person was doing the right-hand side lean Oh, really? just like but not as leany <laughs> as you but they'd only <laughs> done 100 miles so,
0: um,
1: and yeah. yeah people are all commenting oh my god i'm crying but yeah for your last stretch um that's how people felt they were watching the dot they were watching oh. for these updates oh and no, crying there's the head in the hands photo which i talked about there's that uh, one that you said joyce the the leading yeah, photo yeah. that has become yeah. incredibly famous that which really touched everyone and Dij was the one who said uh, I've been running in ultras for 12 years and have never been brought to tears until Here now isn't. this yeah. photo is what trail running is all yeah. about um, so as you close to the finish yeah. and you're in that golden hour so to speak he it's actually all looming. come out um, yeah.
0: before Mintaro probably yeah probably a couple of k's he come out and met us he, he was he was great. One thing that was very annoying <laughs> was when Michelle come out <laughs> and she did the she did the video.
1: Yeah, she said go away. Yeah, oh, you said,
0: go no, away. Well, I used go away. No, I was I was sort of joking.
1: But it's funny because you I've seen the comment you said about how much that lifted your spirits. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it yeah. did. Yeah. But, so you appreciated it. But it got
0: like she said there's seven k to go, and every time we saw her getting closer and closer to finish that 7k never got short (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I reckon for about 4k it was still 7k Uh (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: there was the live video uh, when you had 4k to go and that's what got everyone crying because you just couldn't go on you were so bent, so tired so done and you're fighting the cutoff. and then after that we're all waiting for that finish line live we're all waiting for that dot that did not update we were in that know. spot we are just come on come on where is he um, then suddenly the live was on I'm in my lounge room I'm like come on come on kids come and see um, and you got the tunnel that Michelle yeah. set up with people and the kids are looking at me with one eyebrow raised like what is wrong with you mum because I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> crying and everyone is commenting is <laughs> going through the same thing crying over this video so that's what the moment was like for us Look, was, what was it like for you
0: um <laughs> a bit overwhelming, really, because I'm yeah. not one for. You know, I'd prefer to be not last. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, it's nice to see anybody else come in last. But you're stuff, in an event
1: that most people go. Ah, no. You're already in a select group. I know that. I know that.
0: Yeah. Um, it's definitely glad it was over. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. But yeah, I'm just grateful from. Um, the crew I had, Margot, the girls, Tash at the end as well. Um, yeah. Everyone that came out and sort of and I had a bit of a look at the, along the way, yeah. and then reading just reading all the comments, like you ninety-five know, percent mm. of the people I sort of didn't even know. Yeah, mm. and, and that was good too. So, yeah. yeah, very appreciative.
1: Did you hear the song playing in the background when you were finished? as you cross the line, the line was uh, I want to be a hippie and I want to get stoned.
0: Uh, really? Yes. No, I didn't actually. I thought,
1: is that like I didn't. a fitting comment on the irrational part of the irrational sound? No, I, didn't. I thought that was really and then um, you were sitting in a chair afterwards, just smiling and flipping the bird. Like well, I think whoever, took, whoever, whoever, on you. whoever took that photo, <laughs> I right
0: think someone said smile.
1: <laughs> there I you think, go. I think that's
3: what it was. Um, uh,
1: and you summed up the experience with, well, that was interesting. Yeah, it <laughs> when, was. And when someone said, looks like fun, you said, ah, mostly, <laughs> yes. Now, obviously, yeah, there had to be some fun in this. Uh, yeah there Books was run happy experience yeah so. yeah
0: yeah there was you know, like I said before you know the, um, from from Waterloo yeah
1: Yeah,
0: you know, that uh, the family that um, was cheering everybody on and the kids come out with their cowbells and stuff like that very cute um, that, that, was, that was really good yeah, yeah. And, um, what's uh, your takeaway from,
1: uh, from this
0: probably need to do a bit more training <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get nutrition right. Mm. Um, whether I see someone and try and work it out or not, I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um, you did post a question beforehand about to sleep or to power nap. Yeah, what advice that's would right, you give yourself now?
0: Um,
1: <laughs> well, I didn't. Uh, <sighs> you are still not sure? Uh, no, what's I'm, not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not.
0: Because when I did Cubit first time, um, yeah. that was like 31 hours. Ah, 35 hours and I didn't feel tired at all Yeah, um, I was pretty much right uh, for a lot of um, rational uh, there's one spot there where I said I tried to have a trail nap and that didn't work
1: uh, uh, Tasha had a similar experience yeah. before I think she tried to sleep on some corrugated iron in the mm, that's right really.
0: <laughs> but after I had sleep at uh, Springton, which Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to do. I was going to uh, sleep at Kiton. but I had a couple of hours there in the car. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel too bad. Um, I felt okay at Kiton. I had a sleep at, next sleep I think it was Leeds Pass for a couple of hours and I had a couple hours or an hour at um, Nato. Uh, Nato.
2: Mintaro? Mintaro, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just one of those events. Mm. You just got to play it by ear. Yeah, you yeah.
2: It's just uh, you don't know. It's no, so difficult. Know. It's so difficult to know because everything that happened in the weeks beforehand will hit you much stronger uh, on your own. So if you mm. had been sleeping well, if you had been eating well for weeks, not just the week before it but for weeks as a routine then your body is uh, probably going to respond much better I made a point of sleeping as much as I could before uh, before the race I went in really well rested Uh, but it's so difficult to know what worked what didn't work what would have worked differently I know that I should have realized how frustrating it is to run through 14 hours of darkness uh, how difficult that is! I should have, should have made ma- made a point of that because I didn't realize until I got to the third night really how hard it is to run at night, yeah. uh, especially this winter night with the wind mm. and the rain. And but yeah. even when it's not raining, it's uh, just so humid in the winter that it was just not not pleasant. So um, yeah, sleep. It's difficult, I don't know. I I had I, I made the mistake of trying to stay uh, awake until I got to uh, the first aid station at Kyneton, and that was a big mistake, because mm. I got there at 7 o'clock in the morning and I tried to sleep, I couldn't sleep, and I just wasted hours there. Uh, if I had slept at Springton or even at, Tonk- uh, at Tonkila for a couple of hours, I think I yeah. would have had a much better rhythm. But I sort of had this idea of, oh, there's a first sleep station, so that's where I sleep. Right, yeah. Well, you, you can sleep wherever you want to. <laughs> well, by <laughs> yeah. the time I would have got into Kiteon anyway, I wouldn't have been able to sleep for too mm. long because... No. Oh cut We off.
0: were only about an hour and a half. That, that, was, the tightest, the yeah, that yeah. was the tightest. Yeah, that was the tightest cut off Actually, yeah. that was th- so, so you
2: had to make it. That was one of the reasons why yeah. I was also thought that oh, I to, have to get there because you know 100 kilometers is one thing, but 126, and you had a little bit mm, more 30 30 hours to get out of there. Mm.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. It was a, it was a challenge.
1: Mm. Mm. A listener question was how do you mentally push through when it gets tough so we've been saying you got to places it was really difficult you kept going and they're asking a very difficult question how how yeah
0: how did i
1: do
0: it how did i do it (laughs) Um, in the later stages Mm. uh, having the buddy runners the girls uh, definitely helped especially Mm -hmm. the nighttime one uh, with janine and it was always that in the back of my mind that these girls have taken a week off work. You know, it's so a bit of guilt, it
1: doesn't yeah, go astray. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> true. that's true. Yeah, so um, pretty much had to had to kick it on. Yeah, it
1: just wasn't even a question. Pretty much. You really, no,
0: yeah. it wasn't actually. I, yeah. I, I always knew. I was Apart from the f- gorge yeah well yeah apart from that time yeah, I, yeah don't remind me of that <laughs> not one of my finest yeah. moments that's for sure um mm-hmm. yeah apart from that i pretty much knew i was going to finish it anyway i was just hoping yeah. it was a bit better than the way to end up anyway yeah.
1: you probably had a little element of guilt there too your family haven't given up yeah. all that time to be there for you
2: I don't know. I think we would have had a great week in uh, in, in uh, Clare and visiting the winery. So I don't think they would have hated that too much. Um, <laughs> so, but of course, yes, it was it was important that that I didn't want to see my daughters n- me not finishing. That was definitely part of it because um, one of the things, or one of my ju- many justifications for spending so much time away from them. Uh, the pretense of running uh is uh is that for them to see me putting myself out of my comfort zone makes it acceptable for them to to challenge themselves in a way and seeing me doing something that is hard but gives me so much joy Mm. is definitely something that that motivates me a lot and um and I did not want to go back on that trail ever again if I don't have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so that was that was definitely a motivation. And um, I, I mentioned this before, but but really breaking it down uh, and and not looking at it as uh, three hundred and twenty four kilometers. But look at the next 30, look at the next leap, look at the next video, having that next thing to look forward to, having that next feed or. yeah. Um, mm. Knowing that Udanda is a is a shower station, shower and sleep. Oh my God, it's the two best things <laughs> in the world. Um, so so that was a, a massive massive uh, massive push, and then um, and then seeing all those people at the aid stations, it's just heartwarming. It's yeah. Every memory of those people. Uh, or standing friendly, there they? standing there yeah. <laughs> for 10-12 hours freezing yeah. in the cold and because I run so I keep warm relatively mm. they are standing there in the well oh. yeah. some of those aid stations were not very friendly position in terms of mm. wind and oh. mm. the one they had to move where was that uh, that they had to move further down because the, they couldn't open the gate
0: oh that's right There that was Dan Hill yeah then you had to, come back up you had here. to go down here yeah come yeah. back and up
2: but at that aid station yeah. and then there were well, a lovely lovely atmosphere the best baked yeah. potatoes yeah. ever <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and then meeting ronette at two of the uh, two aid stations one after the other so yeah awesome. mm. that always helped knowing yeah. that there would be beautiful smiling faces in uh, two three four five six seven eight hours <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, now, Glenn. you did end up in hospital, yeah, so you did get to get stoned. You got the green whistle. <laughs> yeah, I did Yay. actually. <laughs> uh, so obviously it went a bit wrong medically and all um, I know is you messaged me saying, well, I can't really stand unaided, so no, better get that true. checked. That's
0: true. <laughs> yeah, I got look, the girls took me home, uh, mm. dropped me off and um, mm. I sort of laid down, took some drugs and had a snooze and I thought, I'll be right, I'll get up. But um, yeah, when I woke up, I just couldn't stand up by myself and yeah. um, thought, oh shit, better in there got an ambulance and had a CT scan and um, down the left side of my spine, the muscle was all bruised and yeah. it was proteins were breaking away.
3: Yeah. It was
0: breaking away and yeah. Yeah, it had me on a drip for was it two days to flush all the kidneys out, liver out. And, not well, yes. too bad. It gave me enough time to go through all the posts and. <laughs> everybody yeah, the, You've never yeah, spent this mo- no, much time on social media, have you? That's it. So going through and checking out what everyone said and
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: what the gang from SRG, you know, they, they were awesome. Yeah, and, uh, all the encouraging words and from everybody yeah. There was
1: a lot to look through.
0: Oh, uh, you tell me about it. It took me a
1: long time. So I I look,
0: it's taken me about three days. I've gone through all the posts. Copied and pasted them all
1: yeah.
0: onto words, oh, and I'm going to do a. Um, I'm going to make a book up. So I've okay. just got to work out how I want to nice. do it. Yeah,
2: that's so, yeah. a nice idea. Yeah, awesome.
0: Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them.
1: Yeah. So, so all those comments, obviously, are a lot of them from the running community. Yeah. Um, but one of the runners from last year said that those who are not ultra runners don't understand what we do, and that. The breaking and rebuilding is actually a process that makes you stronger. Uh, I know that your daughter, for example, found it pretty tough to watch what you went through. She
0: wasn't happy. No,
1: no. She said
0: she would have pulled me. Oh, Mm. yeah.
1: And what what have the responses from non-runners in your lives been like?
0: Uh, They were impressed what I did. Um, They thought it was stupid. Um, Lots of tears. From uh, because I um, end up adding them to a lot of them to the um, Irrational page Uh. because you know unless it was on there you couldn't see the videos Mm. and um, so I added a lot of them and that they were supportive, very supportive, which Mm -hmm. was which is good. Yeah, Uh, I just think I was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: very very lucky that the people I I consider important in my life uh have been incredibly supportive and understanding and yeah we had the occasion of why on earth would you do yeah. that and it's crazy and it's silly but but one the the ones who uh, uh, again uh, my my amazing wife uh posted on my timeline all the videos or most of the videos that I managed to send to her so I then spent mm-hmm. days uh, browsing through the responses and and the way it reconnected me with people that I have sort of lost touch with mm-hmm. and even if they weren't runners they they've they sort of got from those videos and from the, the other comments uh, got the vibe and got the feeling that this was pretty impressive and Uh, exciting so I think it has that especially once you add people to the irrational page that energy that is on that page is unbelievable (laughs) it's absolutely unbelievable
1: yeah Uh, so Glenn one and a half weeks later you went out for a a walk to March four days later you went out for just over a 4k run Mm. Uh, so the process of being mobile again began uh, yeah. how has the recovery gone
0: well myself I'm in no rush to get back to running yep. <laughs> at the moment yep. so I'm just going to walk for a while and still got a few twinges in me back mm-hmm. but um, they'll come good mm. so yeah maybe a couple of weeks time
1: yep.
0: give it a small run see <laughs> what happens
1: when you feel like we have, it I have to <laughs> We
0: have got heisen to coming up oh
1: yeah
2: oh wow
0: Yes. Well, only because I got a free entry. I wasn't going to do it otherwise. Awesome.
2: Well, for me, you know how they say that um, no matter how tired you are, you still have sixty percent of your energy left in your body, which is so difficult to imagine. But uh, I believe that's true, uh, and for me, it's probably eighty percent. I don't tend to push myself to the limits I always I'm, I'm very cautious I I for me it's more important to be able to run through that finish line the way I ran through the finish yeah. line and to be able to run down on a Sunday to the finish uh, and the ceremony um, is more important for me than to get to shave off a couple of hours here and there yeah. because when it's 80 hours does it really matter yeah, no. it did motivate me actually uh, i have to admit that when i realized that i might get this done under 80 hours so when mm-hmm. i sewed the 79 hours 56 minutes like that was only possible no, I, by patting do that, it yeah. down uh, on that here, but uh, and that was the only competitive sort of uh, aspect of uh, of my motivation but the fact that I could stand up and go for a run and then uh, on the Friday after the run I could run uh, to uh, Daniel's for uh, the previous interview uh, was was an amazing feeling to to feel that oh my god yeah. it's all working it's all <laughs> in place and yeah. I can do this yeah. Ah, so yeah that that's a big motivation for
0: yeah. me yeah my legs actually feel okay mm. Mm. Okay. It's just my back,
2: back. <laughs> yeah. yeah my back hurt much longer than my legs yeah. my legs never hurt my mm. back for about a week yeah. wow from carrying that four five six kilo oh, backpack yeah. uh, over 80 hours that was challenging
1: Now obviously you would do it again because you already signed up
2: <laughs> I I have committed to yeah. doing the delirious... Uh, West I don't think I would do the irrational I would uh, I want to crew or a volunteer uh, other people because I've got this experience and I'm very happy to use it mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think I would want to run it I know that there is that they're dangling that uh, because the I and the S as a trophy uh, that you get so we got the I this year and if we enter next year we could get the S but I will be an S and I'm not going to (laughs) run for that Uh, I'd much rather and then I can't wait to see the one in the blue mountains with the around 15,000 meters elevation over the 200 miles so there are other challenges out there would you do a
1: 200 mile again?
0: A straight race, probably not. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I found my limit. Um, multi-day event, okay. yeah. like a stage race. Instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Would I that? would, but sing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What? Well, you never say never, but at the moment I'm pretty well sure I'm two uh, yeah. about my limit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And goals for this year? You've got Tyson, so that's um,
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about Yum. Yeah, Yep. Um, maybe not sure. Heisen because I got free entry, mm. and the uh, backyard
2: <laughs> mm. in Loxton. Are you doing that? Oh, that's where well s- we are running together. Then I, ha- I have not signed up. Yet. Oh, you haven't. Uh,
0: but I, I want to do that one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. For me, that's it. That's that's the next one. That's next the next big one. one, for you. one. So at the yeah. moment, I'm running six point seven kilometer loops, whatever distance. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's my new training a distance uh, and multiples of that yeah. and I'm loving it I absolutely love really? the concept okay. I'm so excited mm. about it I just hope it's not going to be too hot but mm. uh, it's quite likely to be yeah. quite hot and then after that delirious and then uh, I need to find a year when I want to train for a for a faster marathon because my marathon time I really would like to improve it a little bit before yep. i get to or to be able to improve on <laughs> it
0: <laughs> marathons suck i don't know why people want to do marathons
1: <laughs> i
2: love the marathon a bit burnt out i absolutely love yeah. the marathon
1: sure. well, thank you both for your time today it was really no awesome are good i'm gonna do a little uh plug here for run against violence is coming up end of august um, so just start advertising that I'm going to host a documentary film night on August 30th so that's mm-hmm. at just an awareness raising campaign so I'll show that organisation's two documentaries um, so obviously free and I'll put a link in the show notes if you wanted to come along and that's the night that uh, Run Against Violence launches, oh, do you know that? we beautiful. do You be join, make a team so I've got my team and we do 1300 kilometres as a team in oh, 19 okay. days yeah so there's all beautiful. stats that that signifies and i'll put the website for michelle was running that last year wasn't sure michelle yeah, michelle. yeah so heaps of Janet. people get involved yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. Um, it's beautiful. so yeah so thanks to marsh and glenn uh thank really you. wonderful to have you and to share an your epic adventures you. with all of us that's
2: that's lovely. Right.
1: yeah good uh happy trails thank
2: you very much